I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. Why do I keep trying to make sense of the world by putting everything into neat little pigeonholes? It's not working. Nothing's fitting neatly into anything anymore. I just got back from a trip to Buenos Aires, known as the Paris of South America. A beautiful city indeed. But what is Paris doing in South America? There it is a city constructed mostly from building materials imported from Europe. Government buildings, shops selling high-end leather bags and shoes, quaint bookstores and cafes that look right off the streets of Paris. But why does the hair go up on the back of my neck? I've read just enough Argentine history to know that in the 20th century alone it had six different dictators. Is there karma for countries? Maybe. As part of our cultural experience, my friend and I go to the National Bell Arts Museum, which boasts works by Picasso and Rodin, a world-class art museum for sure. But where is the artwork of Argentina's indigenous people? On my visits to Brazil and Ecuador, this history was everywhere, but not here. In the 1800s, the age of colonialism, the Spaniards committed one of the most complete genocides ever recorded. The Paris of South America was not meant to include indigenous people. In the ten days I was in Buenos Aires, there was only one mention of these forgotten people. During our tour of the Bell Arts Museum, our art student guide paused before a giant oil painting depicting indigenous warriors on horseback, a war party that had just raided a Spanish settlement. A kidnapped, unconscious white woman lay slung lifeless and naked over a warrior's saddle. Other warriors triumphantly carried stolen gold crosses from a raided Catholic church. The art student called it a propaganda painting meant to create fear of indigenous people among the colonial population. But then, noting the date on the painting, he remarked that this was hardly necessary because by the time it was painted, the indigenous people had already been wiped out. But even as I took in these chilling facts, I had to admit that Paris has nothing on this place. We have coffee at the famous Café Tortoni, known as the meeting place of famous writers and statesmen. And then we visit the Eva Perón Museum. After all, who can forget Madonna in the musical Evite? Eva Perón, wife of Juan Perón, president of Argentina in the 50s, was champion of the poor and the disadvantaged. In her book, The Reason of My Life, she says, I had the honor of being loved by the poor and hated by the oligarchy. In America, some of us would applaud this, but in Argentina, people are fearful about expressing their opinions. We naively discover that even though she died more than 60 years ago, Evita is still loved by many, and hated by others. She's on the 100 peso bill, and yet when I go into a shoe store to buy some strappy leather sandals, the young shoe salesman whispers to me, Ava Perone, Nazi. But the shops are beautiful and the people are so friendly. The weather is perfect and we go to the opera, an opera house on par with the Met. But as I admire the palatial beauty of the city, I remember the words of Chris Hedges, Pulitzer Prize-winning war correspondent for the New York Times, saying that as you walk the beautiful streets of Buenos Aires, you are walking over the dead bodies of the disappeared. He's referring to the era of state terrorism during the 70s, to those murdered and thrown into tunnels deep beneath those beautiful tree-lined streets. 
We have a great time at the flea market buying gifts for friends back home. But then we visit the Plaza del Mayo to see the Mother's March, where after 40 years, the white-cursed mothers of the 30,000 disappeared in the 70s still march for their loved ones, people who were tortured and thrown out of airplanes. What is the point of history if we don't use it to learn what not to do in the future? But it's a beautiful day on the Plaza de Mayo, and the pink house where Eva Perón gave her famous speeches glows in the sunlight. Am I in heaven or hell? Maybe it's both. Maybe the whole world is really like this, but I just don't want to admit it. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks so much for listening.